Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, broadcasting every Friday from 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Well, today is Canada Day. We have two great talents from our neighbor to the north, one who moves easily between Canada and Nashville, and one who's relocated to California. At 2.05 Eastern, Amy Rose, the Ontario girl with the country sound, gives us a taste of the music of a new video she's premiering tonight. And at 2.30, Brent Buffin and the Ride will rock you with songs and stories of love and loss on the road. Now remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you. So you can call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, I know you may be sitting there at work. You've got your earphones on. You don't want your boss to know you're listening to us instead of that PowerPoint you've got on your screen. So go ahead and email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or you can log into the chat room at Blog Talk Radio or hit us on Twitter. We're at Music Friday Live. That's the at sign, Music Friday Live. Our hashtag is Music Friday. Now, if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday Live, tell us. Go to our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. We're building a Music Friday nation here. Click the Your Choice tab, and it's right there on the top. And then you can put their name in the nomination form. It takes about 30 seconds, and it could put a band that you've discovered on the air. And, of course, while you're there, look around. Read the reviews. Check out the band bios. Comment on the blog. Well, you know what? I think we have a surprise guest on the line. Hello, is this Max Waller? How's it going, Patrick? It's going really well. Max Waller is one of the members of the band Handsome as Sin. Max, thanks for calling in. I I wanted to give our listeners a little background on your band and your music so they can test drive you before you're on the show January 10th. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Thank you so much for me. Well, you know, that's what we do here. Um, I understand you've got a teaser video up that folks can look at to see samples of your songs. Is that right? Yeah, we do. We, we put up a teaser on YouTube. Um, if you just search for Handsome Sin Teaser, you'll find it there. We also have a, uh, a music video up there that we did uh, not that long ago um, with a guy named Matt Young and also a, uh, a cover video a song, a really unlikely song for our band, a genre to cover, a Rihanna song uh, there that I think people would like. Well, Max, do you classify yourself as metal, or do you drift into rock and alternative rock? Yeah, it's it's more of a hard rock kind of thing, I think, for us, because we have a lot of blues country roots. Um, there's, I mean, you know, there's, we get pretty loud, you know, as you, as you heard at our show, but, uh, we, We definitely, I wouldn't classify us as a a metal group. I would just say we're more on the heavy blues, uh, you know, almost outlaw country uh, edge of things. Okay. Well, I only have one of your songs in the jukebox right now. It's flying, and I'm going to play a couple seconds of it here to kind of tease people. Now, I know that's not representative because I've been to your shows or I've listened to right. senior shows, and, and you get up there and you really rock out. Real quick, we only have about a minute left. Um, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, we are working on booking for January right now. Um, we, you know, December has been a, a really uh, a great month for our band because we've been writing a whole lot. So we've been, you know, writing so many songs because, you know, our, our release that just came out, so we want to keep the machine going pretty much but um but we're working on booking for january february at the moment 
Well, I want to thank you for coming, for, for dropping by. And uh, Max and one of his bandmates, possibly, from the band Handsome as Sin, will be interviewed right here on Music Friday Live next year, January 10. January 10 next year. And we're going to play some of the other cuts from their songs, you know, the, the, the cuts that have lots and lots of... Uh, and, uh, well, we're getting a little bit of uh, those cuts right now, aren't we? So remember, January 10, we're going to talk with Max and his bandmates, and we're going to play all of their music. It would be a great way to start the year. Thanks a lot, Max. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Talk to you soon. Okay, right now we have to take a break, and when we come back, the incomparable Amy Rose. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. Hi, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live. I want to welcome our radio listeners, and especially I want to say hi to all of our radio listeners at KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon, great college town. Also a great town for Shakespeare in the summer, too. So join us. Everybody out there can join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You know, if you're sitting there at work, you've got your headphones on, you don't want your boss to know you're listening to us and not that PowerPoint that's on your screen, email us. Otherwise, you can call us, 424-675-6806. After the show, check out our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. And also, later on in the show, I'm going to give you a phone number you can call to find out how you can get your home or your business solarized for no money down and save yourself lots of money and help the earth, too. So just keep your pencil and paper handy there. And yes, yes, for everybody that's mailing in, we do have new microphones. I know I sound different. I hope I sound better. <laughs> but our engineer went through and put in these great new Blue Yeti. They're called Blue Yeti microphones. They're digital microphones, it's, uh, unlike the old ones we used to have. And uh, I like them. So, so give me your, uh, your feedback and tell me if you think I sound better or if you think I need my throat cleared or something. Well, party like a redneck. That's three words I never thought that this liberal former talk show host would ever say on the radio, but I just did. Why? Well, because that's the popular name for Redneck Reunion, one of the many great songs produced by our next guest, Canada's best-known export, country music phenomenon, Amy Rose. And I mean phenomenon. Amy's first album was recorded when she was 13, and it landed her a spot on a music tour. Her very first video made it on the highly competitive CMT music television, country music television channel. This month, she was named Country Music Entertainer of the Year by the Independent Country Music Association, and her song, Redneck Reunion, was the number one song on Indie World Country Record last week, plus her new song, Sunshine, hit number 38 on the New Music Week Top 40, and tonight at 8 p.m., she's releasing the world premiere video of Sunshine on, on YouTube. Now, the reason that she gets all of these accolades is simple. She has one of the most unique voices in country music, and she has an authenticity about her that draws people in like they're old friends. Music Friday is very proud to welcome Amy Rose. Hi, Amy. Hi, how are you, Patrick? I'm doing really well. Amy, I am even though super I... excited. <laughs> because of the release tonight, the video release tonight? No, to be on your show, of oh, course. Well. Well, thank you. <laughs> I thank think you're you. awesome. Thank you so much for having me. 
Oh, well, geez, I'm, I'm, it's a good thing this isn't television because I'm blushing. Aw. <laughs> Stacy, you, you got me off my stride there. I've got to recompose my face, get the grin off so I can talk. <laughs> it's good to roll with the punches, right? <laughs> it, it really is. You know, it really is. I'm, you know, I'm always this way in the presence of a beautiful, talented woman, so there it is. You're, um, Aw, now you got me blushing. Good. <laughs> you're you're releasing the video for uh, Sunshine tonight. Now, when and where are you you releasing it? Yeah, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, if everybody tunes into my YouTube channel, um, that's Amy Rose Music, and it premieres there. And you know, from there, we'll be sharing links um, nonstop on my Twitter, my MySpace, my Reverb Nation, as well as Facebook, Facebook galore, right? Because everybody's doing the Facebooking thing, right? So. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it will premiere. Okay, well, I want to play a little bit of Sunshine just so people know what they're going to get. I am looking forward to to the video, and of course we will post it and we will tweet it and we will let all of our followers know about it. I I watched the video about the making of the video, and it looks like the shoot was kind of a fun family affair. There seemed to be lots of friends, and of course your husband was the executive producer. Were your kids there for the shoot? My kids were not there, unfortunately, for the shoot. Um, you know, with with uh, this video. Um, it really, it shows like a darker side of me, you know what I mean? Because I'm always, you know, fun, outgoing, you know, bunchy kind of, you know, party girl. I'm, I'm like the party girl, quote unquote, right? That's what people call me. So, you know, this, this video itself, I really had to step back and, you know, kind of go, wow. Um, we wanted to show people, you know, the dark emotional side of Amy Rose, and that's exactly what came through on this video, and that's what you're going to see tonight. You know, the director's has such a creative vision on this thing. I got to tell you, more than I had ever, you know, anticipated or expected. But it, it's just honestly, when you see it, it's going to blow your mind. Well, uh, it, it sounds like with lines like a faded soul who does not know how to move forward without with a uh, a lost love, um, trying to find a shadow in the dark. It sounds like this is kind of the antithesis of Amy Rose. Is there a, a bit of your life in those lyrics? You know, it's 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 one of those songs where honestly, I I you know it took me two minutes you know listening to this song to realize that this was a song that I wanted to record. You know, the lyrical message on it is so powering, and it's a song about loss. And we've all lost someone in our lifetime that means the world to us. And it's that one simple question of how, and it's to be the hardest. How do we move on? How do we, you know, move forward without the one that we love? And you know, this is definitely a song that I can relate to, and you know, many others, I'm sure. Okay. We are talking with country music star Amy Rose. Don't forget, you can talk with her, 347-215-7511. You can email her, and we do have some emails here for you already. Your fans are uh, emailing us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, one of the things that draws me to you is that you have a voice that is powerful, it's wide-ranging, and it's really unique in the, uh, in, in the country world. There's, I don't think there's anybody else who, who can do the things with a voice that you do. And this song, I think, is a perfect example. This is Redneck Reunion. Come on in, yeah, you get free. 
that is so much fun, and I can tell that you can sing registers that I just don't hear much in country, they, they, and they sound perfectly at home, too. I know that making the video was a real party, but, but where did the, the idea of that come from? You know, that every song, you know, has a background and a story to it, and this is definitely one of those songs. Um, I co-wrote this song with my amazing producers, Glenn Coulson and Marty Beecroft, and this song is based on my redneck family because, you know, to meet my family, anybody that knows them knows that I come from probably one of the biggest, you know, down-home redneck families that you could possibly, possibly meet. You know, there's Duck Dynasty, there's Honey Boo Boo, and there's us. You know, and um, it's a funny story because uh, my producers were actually in a pop band um, in the, I used to say, you know, late 80s, and I got in, you know, major cock-off for that, um, <laughs> the 90s. They were in a, a famous, you know, pop group in the 90s, and my sister was a huge fan of theirs, loved them, idolized them, had their posters on her wall. So she found out that I was meeting with them, you know, to, to produce an album with me. You know, she wanted to meet them. She wanted to, you know, come and embarrass the caca out of me, right? So, um Needless to say, she was also getting married, and we had, you know, I had surprisingly arranged for Glenn Coulson, which was her, you know, boy crush idol, to come and do a duet with me at her wedding as a surprise. And when he walked in, he's so Mr. Hollywood. You know, he walked into this big redneck party, and he totally was not expecting, you know, that. And my grandpa walks up to him, you know, and this is the reason why the song was written was because of my grandpa. And my grandpa walks up to him and says, you know, son, you're a pretty good entertainer, but that Conway Twitty, now that's what we call country entertainer. And Glenn just kind of looked at me and went, oh, my God, Amy, this is such a song. And we put pen to paper, and needless to say, Party Like a Redneck, uh, you know, was created. Well, it sure works. And, and based on that, I, I'd love to, to party with your family a bit. Um, or I, I guess you don't party a bit. I guess you party a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. should have our own reality show. <laughs> uh, well, who knows? Maybe you will. Um but you also do other things, and I, and I want to uh, give our audience a little taste of, of something uh, that has a different feeling. song must just exhaust you or does it fire you up you know that's probably one of my favorite songs to sing live is i just want you to know because we do such a, a different rendition of it live opposed to studio version um you know and, and it's such a fun song and, and definitely emotional right and and you know you can just kind of see the crowd when that song you know comes out and we do that one and they're just singing right along with us right I was here singing right along with it. Um, it, it, it <laughs> I could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I thought I had my mute button on. <laughs> and, you know, people pay me not to sing. Now, please don't say that. Um, where did that song come from? Is that is that out of your life or somebody's life that you know? Believe it or not, um, that is actually a former Backstreet Boy song um, that was put on one of their albums as a filler. And a friend of mine, Jessica, 
um, who's a huge VSB fan, had brought that song to me um, many years ago before I, you know, was looking to record another album because I was on hiatus from, you know, having my my family. And um, I was pregnant with my last daughter when I had brought that song to my producers and, you know, said, hey, what do you guys think of this? Because I loved it. You know, it was a great song. And I kind of put it away and said, this is a song I definitely would love to, you know, do a country version of. Um, so, you know, when the time came right, I pulled it out and, and brought it to Glenn and, and Marty and said, you know, what do you guys think of this? And they loved it just as much as I did. And they said, let's go to Nashville. Let's do a country version of it. And, you know, long and behold, that's what we did. And it ended up being our first single, you know, that we released in our first chart-topping single like that. Well, I suspect that you could record it pop or blues or rock with equal flair. And in fact, uh, CBC's music website classifies you as po- as a pop rock singer. Is that ever a possibility? Um, you know what? It's yeah. Everybody has their own angles and kind of takes on me. And some people say, you know, she's got that country southern twang, but she's from Canada. How is that possible? Or you know, she kind of sounds like she's a, a pop rock artist. And, you know, I love all genres of music, uh, you know, especially pop and rock. You know, we take some rock songs, actually, in our shows, and we kind of do a country flair to them. So, you know, anything's possible, I guess. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it because uh, the, the range that, that, that you demonstrate in that song and in other songs, too, tells me that uh, you, you could, in addition to be the party girl, you could also be the queen of crossover. Um, Aw. <laughs> Aw. Right. Aw. Getting... I really love you at this moment. <laughs> like so much, I think I want to jump to the phone and make out with you. <laughs> oh, watch out. I, you're a married lady, <laughs> and so am I. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who said that? <laughs> that's right. Uh-huh. right. Well, it, it, instead of doing that, I'll give you the next best thing to making out with me, and that's um, you can hear the uh, emails that we're getting from your fans. So uh, let me just Fantastic. read you some of these questions, okay? Um, this is from Bleeper, uh, title at this point, uh, Bleeper in San Francisco, and he says, we love country too, and we can party as well as any regneck. Come play with us in California. Are we going to tour the West Coast? <laughs> I would love to. Uh, you know, California, I hear, is amazing, and it is definitely, you know, on my bucket list to travel there. So let's cross our fingers. So, you know, that's definitely, you know, something in our future. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. Uh, if you do a, a West Coast tour, you know, you could start up there in Vancouver, which is still in your country, and work your way down through Seattle and um, uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles. And if you come to Los Angeles and you bring your family with you, my wife and I will take the whole bunch of you out to Disneyland. Ooh, Disneyland. I am totally there. <laughs> okay, we can party with Mickey right. and Minnie and <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, but back to business here. Um when you got married, uh you chose the Journey songs Open Arms, uh, which you have called your all-time favorite song. Now, I got to know Neil Schoen when when our kids went to school together, and I don't ever recall detecting very much country in that song or in Neil or in Journey, for that matter. So what draws you to it? You know, Journey, um, Open Arms, is a song that, uh, gosh, from from the very first time I heard that song, you know, I, I said I loved it, and it became one of my favorite songs and my wedding song. Um, not to mention, right? And that is a song that honestly I would love to, you know, take and redo in the country because it's not a country song. Um, but, uh, you know, also at the same time, could I ever do it as much justice as, you know, what it is now? Because it is such an amazing song and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great song. And, you know, I just don't know that I could take it and, and do what he has done to it or what this band has done to it because they're just absolutely incredible. And I'm a huge fan of theirs. So, you know, love the song. It's my favorite song of all time. Well, I suspect you could do your own justice to it. Uh, We are talking with country music star Amy Rose. Don't forget you can call in and talk to her yourself, 347-215-7511. You can email us. we got lots more emails in here. MusicFridayLive at gmail.com. Nacho from Seattle, do you have your own band or do you assemble people for each song? 
Um, you know, we have our band that we travel with, uh, you know, everywhere, and they're great. You know, they're like my, they're my family, you know what I mean? They come to every show, um, you know, that we do. We're traveling to Nashville together in February because we've got some stuff down there. We're on the Billy Block show as well as, you know, some other shows in that area. Um, you know, I just came back from New York with my guitarist, um, who is my lead guitarist, my band, and my band leader. You know, so I do have my own band that I travel the, you know, travel the world with. Um, but then we have our own studio band, um, you know, players that we bring in for sessions, the Nashville players um, and surrounding areas. So, you know, we, we do have the two different bands that we use, you know, the studio version, and then we have our, our live version. You know, I noticed in the the video for Party Like a Redneck that uh, you've got a woman back there on the bass. Who's that? That is actually my real bass player, Miss Christine Colbert. She is amazing. Um, she's she's my best friend. You know what I mean? Like she's absolutely incredible. We we love being on the road together. We actually just came back from Kentucky and we were down there for the IMEA Awards. And you know she's just such an awesome person. And it's so great to have a female in the band because, you know, you're surrounded by all of these guys nonstop. You know the people on the road, the drivers, you know the the crew, and then you have you know your female that you can just kind of finagle and just you know do the whole girl talk behind everybody's back and be like, oh my god, don't you think he's a cute? Oh, he's so fine. And you know we actually. We write songs together, too, so it, it's great. It's great having someone in the same mind frame as me. <laughs> well, I'm noticing there's a lot more women uh, playing bass now. In fact, we had a band on Polaris Rose not too long ago that not only had a, a woman playing the bass, but she was able to push the bass out so it was equal to the drums. And I've never seen anybody do that really well before, so congratulations on that. I want to uh, give our... Uh, our audience just a little taste of, of something different. This is Almost Blue, and this is your Almost Blue. This is not the Elvis Costello song by the same name, and it's really down home country. I just want to let everybody know that you do some real solid down-home country, uh, and you do it really, really well. Which, uh, and did you uh, did you write the song or co-write the song? I did not um, co-write the song. I'd love to take credit for this song, but um, that song was written by an amazing singer-songwriter, Lisa Brokock, um, as well as Tom McKillop and Linda McKillop. And this is actually a song that was on my second album that I released, The Last of True Believers, and it was released when I was 16. So that's, that's uh, a blast from the past. <laughs> that's an old song. <laughs> okay. Well, I understand you're, you're starting to do some of your own writing now or some of your own co-writing now. Um, and is is that just the experience of having done this uh, so many times and doing it so well that you now feel like you really want to start writing all of your own material? Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it's a building process. And, you know, three three albums into this career, you know, the first two, which, you know, I, I didn't really have much say on, you know, and, and this album coming out that we're working on, you know, I've had every bit of say on it. You know, I'm in the driver's seat in this one. And, you know, everything from the songs on the album to the songs that, you know, we we have co-written together for this album, you know, to the production process. You know, I'm, I'm a co-producer on this as well. Um, you know, so it, it's definitely my baby. And I've learned from, you know, past experiences with the other albums that I want to be more into depth with this one. And I want, you know, I want to be more in hand you know, so to speak. So, you know, definitely songwriting is something that I'm very passionate about. I've always been passionate about songwriting, but I think in the past, you know, five years, I've really taken a, a front seat on this one and, and written a lot more songs. So, well, you know, and, and you get to see that in this album. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Now, you've been in the studio um, recording your next single, Crazy Country. Is that finished yet? Um, Country Crazy is Country uh, Crazy, almost sorry. done. 
Yeah, we are just uh, putting the finishing touches on it uh, right now, and, you know, we're looking for a February release date. I'm so excited about that one. We're doing a video for it. It's a very fun, you know, down-home kind of country. You're you're redneck versus, you know, the the country-crazy aspect of the world, right? So it's going to be a fun, fun video to to shoot, but it was definitely a fun song to record as well. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure we're going we're gonna to hear it next year. Now, we only have a, a couple of minutes left, but there is a, a few questions I'd like to ask that don't have anything to do with music, or maybe just a little bit to do with music. And one is, you're a mom. You have three daughters. How do you pull that off, right, with bouncing between Nashville <laughs> and, and Ontario and going on tour and all this other stuff? Oh, you know, I, 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 it has this moment definitely where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to need therapy by the time that this is done. But I have a great, great family and a great support system and they want to see me succeed more than probably I do. So, you know, they just kind of pull together and they just, we make it work. You know what I mean? When I'm out of the country, you know, my mom's at my house and she's babysitting my kids and I'm constantly calling my kids nonstop. You know what I mean? I, I love, I love the fact that, you know, they, they want to see me succeed. They, you know, my kids want to see me succeed more than anything, you know what I mean? So, you know, they're very strong about it, even though they miss me when I'm gone, and it's probably harder for me to say goodbye than them, but, you know, we just make it work. Well, I suspect there's a little bit of, we've got a real exciting mom in there, too. (laughs) I have to promise my oldest daughter that if I made it huge, that I would introduce her to Justin Bieber, so, you know, when he announces his retirement the other day, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) what's going to (laughs) happen? She's going to hate me. Well, uh, you, you, you mentioned that you're going to, to Nashville and you're going to do the, the Billy Block show, which has been a national staple for over a decade. Uh, are you lining up any other gigs while you're there? We do. We have some more uh, some more gigs uh, that have been booked already. Uh, we are performing as part of the Phil uh, uh, and Station showcase, showcasing writers, um, sorry, performing writers, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee at Tootsie's Lounge, the famous Tootsie's Lounge, um, as well as the Nashville Universe Awards are happening, um, which right now I've got first ballot nominations. So, you know, if you haven't voted yet, please go to the website, vote, you know, Amy Rose, Team Amy Rose, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to being there, as well as some radio stuff that they're booking right now. So it's going to be a very fun but busy trip. Well, I voted already. I should let you know. Uh, now, Yay! I have one more question. <laughs> of course. Yes. We have, have, have one more question for you. Um, have you been out to Drysdale's yet and picked the right Christmas tree? We have. We went uh, three weekends ago, and, you know, I actually have a picture up on my, my Facebook page for fans that want to check it out. But, you know, my three daughters, uh, you know, they picked the tree, they cut the tree, and they carried the tree. And we got this picture, and, you know, they're, they're dragging the tree with a, um, uh, what are those things called, the string lines. So, you know, they, they found this tree, and it's absolutely amazing. It's in our living room. It's perfect. It's the new addition to the family, and they love it. So it's great. <laughs> I well, love Christmas. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm glad to see that while you're taking care of business, you're taking care of family, too. And we are out of time now, Amy. So real quick, um, tonight is uh, the world premiere of the video for Sunshine, and that can be found at youtube.com slash Official. And that's 8 p.m. Eastern. She's going to be in uh, in Nashville. And once again, uh, actually, the uh, the club you're going to be is not quite in Nashville, is is it? It's a little bit outside of town. Is that right? Uh, nope. The the where we are in Nashville, we're at the Billy Block Show, which is in Nashville, um, at the Mercury Lounge, and then uh, we're at Tootsie's Night Lounge, which is downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, Tootsie's Tootsie's Lounge, downtown uh, Nashville, Tennessee. So don't forget to to tune in at 8 o'clock tonight and take a look at that video and also check out her Christmas tree on her Facebook page. Amy, this has been a delight, and don't forget Disneyland next year, right? I'm going to hold you to it. (laughs) You're going to wish you never told me that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that. We have to take a break now. When we return, another Canadian. Seems to be a month for, for the Canadian invasion, but this one is now based in California and starting to make waves. Brent Buffin will be with us in just a minute. You're listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan, and we will be right back. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, 
even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and Cyberstation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive Cyberstation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Cyberstation USA. Always on the go. We are back. It's Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we would like to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email us. And, and, and I want to apologize for the emails that just came in with questions for our last guest, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to forward them on to her. They, they arrived just after she left. But for those of you who want to uh, email questions to uh, our guest, it's musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And also, don't forget the chat room is open, and I see we actually have some people in the chat room. Hi there, guest one. 0414. So if you have anything to tell us in the chat room, now is a good time. But right now, actually, a good, it's a good time to hear a word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free, and you only have to pay for the power you use, just like you do for the utility company, but you'll pay for a lot less of it because the sun's making a lot more of it, your lower monthly cost, because the sun is making sometimes as much as half of the electricity. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. And how do you find out? Well, you call Tina. There really is a Tina. She's at Solar City. And you tell her you heard about it from Patrick on Music Friday, and she will give you a $250 discount on your order. Tina's number, get ready to write this down, 909 618 69 37. That's 909-618-6937. And don't forget to tell Tina that Patrick sent you. Well, as you know, part of the mission of Music Friday Live is to introduce a new, new talent to a wider national audience. So I go to clubs and I scan newsletters and I look at uh, bands in town and I follow Twitter feeds and of course I monitor suggestions that come in through our website at musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Well, recently, I found another talented Canadian who was playing at a local club known for showcasing emerging artists. Brent Buffin has teamed up with the band The Ride to produce very sophisticated, almost slick actually, haunting pop rock that immediately engaged me. Brent has produced two albums on his own, and I think as yet unreleased, and he's now expanding his repertoire with the four musicians of the band The Ride. His years of performing and recording have laid a solid foundation for his next step. Based on the early efforts, I think it's a step in the right direction. Brett, welcome to Music Friday. Hey, Patrick. How are you? I'm good. <clears throat> Brett, what caught my attention about your music is how well you've been able to craft really addictive songs, beats that engage well, people, and melodies that really pull you in. While, they, while you step outside of the everyday pop hooks and forms. And I guess you've been working on this for some time, haven't you? Um, yeah, I, I have. Um, it's interesting to this. It's not really a conscious choice by any means. Um, I, I got into music um, originally as a DJ and um, never actually attempted writing a song until um, about four years ago. So, uh, to, yeah, to, to say it was, I sort of, um, wanted to go in that direction. Um, songwriting would, would sort of be a lie. I just kind of 
picked up a guitar and, and noodled away and then um, kind of crafted it after the fact. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's a very eclectic sound. I've got that um, based off of um, crowds and, and fans and stuff, and then people that have heard the unreleased recordings certainly have that sort of overall um, same consensus. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun. It's it's, it's um, I, I don't mind being outside the box a bit as far as um, you know being in a pop rock kind of genre. So um, it's definitely well, let's, let's let's listen yeah, to what sorry, the, being outside the box sounds like because I think it's wonderful. Sure. That is pretty powerful stuff. I mean, the hooks are so strong, and the rhythm supports them <laughs> perfectly, and the lyrics tell a story that we all understand. Now, now, now what was the <laughs> genesis of that song? Uh, that that just sort of um, erupted just from that frustrating moment that everybody shares, regardless, um, at some point in a relationship where, you know, you, you, you just want to... You want to express it in a polite way, but you almost it's better to sort of bite your tongue and avoid the conflict sort of thing where, you know, everybody makes a mistake and it generally, the, the significant other's mistake is less than your mistake and it can be the exact same mistake. So it's just, it was just a pocket of a moment that came in a relationship that um, got projected in a very, I guess, volatile type of way. But yeah, I mean, it comes across to everybody just, I think just on that general level that everybody at some point and regardless of your relationship, you're going to experience it on some level. And, and yeah, it's just a sort of, you're mad at me for doing the same things that you do. Sort of, that's the exact well, hook. And that, that's kind of, I think what everyone attaches themselves to. The way you've, you've um, structured the song and the instrumentalization um, instrumentation that, that you've added to it, it really hits home. I mean, there's so much power in that. Um, so it, it, it kind yeah. of gets a real yeah. gut, gut kicker. Now, did you did you start out that way, or did that kind of evolve as you wrote the song? Um, no, uh, yeah, it it started out, um, the, the evolution of the, the surrounding sounds did come after the fact, but um, all of my songs are, are just constructed with a, an acoustic guitar, so... Um, that, that in particular song is very simplistic acoustically. It's just, you know, two chords back and forth. And yeah, it just kind of came after the fact where we just, um, started building a bit of a, a beat behind it to kind of emphasize the, um, the, the hook and the chorus and everything. And yeah, it just, it really did kind of snap together quick and naturally it was one of those sort of, uh, you hear about it all the time. You kind of just write a song and few minutes or a few passes and then you address it after and kind of tweak it and that's certainly the mix you heard there um we did a lot of um work in the mixing stage and and just kind of i really wanted to hone some of the stuff sonically because being that it is just a two chord song um we had to kind of create a bigger bigger picture to tell the story so well you, you certainly did that quite well now all of your songs seem to to have a feel of pain and of loss and of pent-up emotion kind of floating in space. Is that related to the loss of your father in 2008 to cancer? Um, yeah, I mean, 
it's funny because there there is one song um, that that caps the album off that's unreleased that was written directly about him. Um, I was in a a pretty intense relationship sh- shortly after he passed, and and that was the sort of foundation of a lot of the songs. And um, yeah, I mean when I listened to them back. I, I didn't actually write a song till a year after he passed, and then when I when I sort of review the songs, it, yeah, it does come across to me as like uh, they're very very emotional um, songs, and and again, it, it wasn't really a, a conscious decision. It just sort of it's the way it sort of came about, and um, yeah, I mean certainly the the songs about love and and, and loss are are very much geared towards um, relationships. And really, there was only one um, that was a relationship or a song regarding a relationship about my dad. So um, it, certainly underlying, it, it had to be there consciously. I didn't, I didn't think it was there. But um, yeah, I mean, when I, when I re- even read back the, the lyrics or when I'm on stage performing, it's, it's, um, it's hard not to tap into that. So Would, um, would it be accurate to say that that since you started writing music um, a year after your dad died, that that music helps fill that hole in your life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's the reason why I'm in LA at the moment. And um, I was, I was like I was ask saying, I got into music. Yeah, being a DJ, and then um, I I could have never told you, you know, five years ago that I thought I'd be um, a professional musician. So. So yeah, for sure, it's, I was, it's, uh, it, it holds a deep meaning in my life, and, and now being a songwriter and a performer, it's, it's everything about me. So, well, I was going to ask, I was going to ask you, uh, there's there's a pretty strong music scene in Canada. What brought you to Los Angeles besides the weather and the beach and all that stuff? <laughs> um, more access to burritos, I guess. But, um, <laughs> no, the, um, I, I sort of made a conscious choice as far as um i really as as everything was developing and the album was getting ready and um, finalized if i was going to sort of take it to um, another level outside of a, a sort of home country national thing i i really um i've traveled quite a bit and i really really thought the foundation of, of kind of launching would be um I picked. I, I sort of rolled the dice, and I was either going to go Nashville, London, England, or LA. And I just thought, based off of my sound and the eclectic sound, in order to develop the right backup band to perform with and tour with, um, LA was certainly number one on that list. So, yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was a very narrow choice, I guess you could say. Um, certainly, I. I I have so much love for back home, and um, I miss it dearly, but as far as the development of my live show and the eclecticness that was needed, um, I I truly believe L.A. is just one of those spots in the world that you can't beat. Well, since this is my hometown, I uh, agree with you completely. Now, I'd like to uh, (laughs) give our, our, uh, our listeners a sample of another tempo from you. Your seven seeds. Again, that, that there's those those powerful powerful hooks. Now, your music doesn't just evoke the empty space left by the loss of your father. You're, you sing about love, but you sing For it in sure. your own way. And, and I and I love the way you warn us about that in the title of the album, 
Cupid was not an angel. I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> lines like, with the ocean as our bed, I'll take an arrow in the chest just to hear you say yes. What an image. But I want to ask you, is that a joyful image of love or a painful image of uncertainty? Um, it, it, I would say it walks that, that fine line for sure. It's, um, it's yeah, it's, it, it, I would say it just dances on the line, being that um, it can be uh, painful to, to lose that love and it can also be, you know, the greatest thing in the world. So, And I, I think that's just in human nature, that's just the, the common thread. Uh, that's why love is just such the most powerful emotion because it can be the most horrifying thing or the, the greatest <laughs> thing that one can experience. So I think it that song in particular does... Um, walk that fine line, and, um, and certainly the female and attaches to it. And, and love, it a lot love, more. love, of course, is, is uh, the the major source of material for songwriters. Uh, we're getting for emails sure. for you. Uh, your your fans are emailing in. Let me just remind everybody: we're talking to Brent Buffin, and uh, you can call in if you want to three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. But I've got emails here from people who've emailed us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Um, Pigtail girl from Tampa wants to know where can we see you live? I don't know. Are you ever going to be out in, in uh, Florida? And yeah, yeah, certainly. We're we're in the new year. We're looking at um, um, trying to get out there and do a bit of a national tour. So. Certainly at, at our website, we keep all of our shows listed, and um, we also have a fan email list. So it's, it's www.brentbuffin.com, and certainly any fans that are interested in up-and-coming shows can sign up their email, and we, um, we keep everybody up to date with um, the furthest thing from a, a band spam email. We'll, um, we keep it pretty centralized, and if we're, if we're going to be in the Florida area, we'll certainly, um, we'll certainly send an email out her way and invite her out. Okay, well, I will. Um, <clears throat> she should go to your. We don't. We don't pass out the uh, the email addresses of people who email in. That's sort of our policy here. But if she goes no, to no, no, for sure, she can get right in touch with you. Now we have one here from Lisa four hundred four from Palo Alto. That's a very clever name, Lisa. For those of you who know what four hundred four means in uh, in computer language, uh, and Lisa four hundred four <laughs> wants to know what is the relationship between you and the band The Ride? Are they your band, or do you just work with them occasionally no they are they are my band it, it started with in Toronto I had um, a backup band and um, it was a collective of musicians that would um, range from two guitar players to two different drummers and um, collectively they were called the ride and so um, that was a choice of mine being that I was going to be a bit of a troubadour and, and be relocating I wanted to kind of keep the the soul of that alive. So since being in LA, I've, um, I've brought that back to life and, and I've pretty much found the perfect piece of the puzzle for, for me and for my live show. And, um, with the intent that these musicians could perform as a unit, as the ride with multiple, um, solo artists. So, um, in the future, I'm hoping that probably end up on a bill, you know, with two or three other solo artists, and um, and my my backup band, the Ride, would then translate over to everybody's backup band. So, um, yeah, that's it's for the time being. The Ride is is my backup band, but um, I'm hoping that we can create this sort of community on on the road, and they'll be able to play with multiple solo artists. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you've got some argument here from uh, Mulberry in New York City and AO in Nashville, and both of them say that uh, L.A. is not everything you ought to try, in case of Mulberry, New York, and in case of AO, Nashville. Um, I disagree with them, but I just wonder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> both of those cities do have uh, a recording industry and uh, quite a music Absolutely. industry. Absolutely. Uh, which brings and I, I would go. With, I, I would agree with them. Like I mentioned, Nashville was on my my list. Um, New York wasn't just because it's it's um, it's just so close to home, being Toronto. And um, I, I I very much agree with their music scene. Nashville, it literally has a piece of my heart. Like um, I grew up on Elvis, and I'm a huge fan of Memphis. And 
I've I've been to Nashville so many times, and and certainly that was why it was on my kind of short list. So yeah, it's it's got a piece of me in in Nashville, but certainly um, New York as well. And 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 there's very eclectic cities all over the U.S. that are um, have a flourishing music scene. And it, it wasn't anything personal. It was just um, it was just sort of a choice I wanted to make between a short list. So. Portland is, uh, is is another one, which of course the uh, the whole Riot Girl movement started from with the uh, Bikini Kill. But I still like for sure. LA. But let's uh, let's let's <laughs> listen to uh, a little bit of rock here. Sure. Now that song, that that song has a line in it. I give and give to get this beautiful disrespect. What's love without a little regret? Is love <laughs> always part regret? Um, I I I think on the way out, you're, there's no doubt. Everybody, um, whether you recognize it or not, you can appreciate the fact that you shared a love with somebody, but in the back of your mind, you're always going to have that regret. It either went too long or, or, or something could have changed or, or it was something you did or they did, or, or maybe it was completely mutual, but maybe it just, you know, you're regretting the way it happened or the timing it happened. Or So I think that's more of an on-the-way-out type of song where, it's just natural that everybody's going to have some sort of regret regardless of uh regardless of the passion in that relationship so okay. um, we're, we're we're getting close to, to uh the end of the show but there's one question I really wanted to ask you and that is absolutely passion. um the the arrangements for your music each song has a very custom tailored arrangement uh do you sit down and and work to arrange just for those lyrics? Um, yeah, I mean, generally it'll it'll happen melodically with the melody and, and the lyrics and everything, and, and one can happen before the other, but uh, I'm very conscious of assembling those songs in a different manner um, in order to, A, tr- sort of um, pay homage to the, the greatness of a, a full album in, in a digital world where I would really like somebody to be able to listen to it front to back for, you know, 46 minutes or, or however long. But um, well, in the arrangements, I do try and keep it eclectic so that it also provides a little bit of um, a change in our live show as well so that um, if somebody attaches themselves to a song, it, it could be for a number of different reasons. So be it you know the melody or or the lyrics or just the way the song's constructed and the, and we're very conscious in the set list how we sort of put those in and and mix them in so that um we don't really lose attention during the show so okay well speaking yeah, of it's, set it's list, fun. Uh, we are pretty much out of time here so i wanted to to let people know where they can see you live you're going to be on stage this saturday night at the wits end in venice california you're going to be appearing yep. at moretta and temecula which are just east of mission viejo um uh, southern california and very yep. quickly where should people go to get your music and more details about your tour uh right at our website so www.brentbuffin.com and we're actually doing an, an exclusive um download of an unreleased song at our Wits End show, so anybody in attendance there will receive a copy of that, as well as we're going to record an exclusive live version for those people as well. So um, for a limited time, they can go to CD Baby and and look us up and and get that same download for anybody, especially the people over in Tampa or or anywhere across the country. 
Okay, uh, so there, there it is. Don't miss the show if you're in Southern California tonight at Wits End. Brent, thank you so much for joining us no today. No problem, Patrick. I love Appreciate your music. It. You've been thank listening you. to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feed, and you'll get a real-time update on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at, at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. We are off for the next two Fridays, but Music Friday will be back on the air January 10th. Have a great musical holiday. Bye. Catch them in this linen net Keep on so I don't forget Be my honey's bed, she lives in Amarillo And there's a room